0: Welcome to the Fit Life with Jessica podcast, where we talk about how to create and maintain healthy habits with our fitness, nutrition, and overall well being. This is a place where you can come to get real life health and fitness advice from a busy working mama who has a passion for helping others find their way to health and happiness. We're all in this crazy journey together, so why not lean on and lift each other up in the process? Hello. It's been a minute. It has been a minute since I got to pop open my mic. It has been packed away in storage. More on that later. But oh my gosh, it's been a minute. I looked at my episodes and the last new episode I recorded was June the 8th and it is now July 14th. Hello. Where has the time gone? Oh my gosh. So, This episode is going to be like if you and I were to go have a coffee date and just catch up, right? Like we're going to go to Starbucks, we're going to go to our favorite little cozy corner and honestly, we are going to just catch up. I want to hear all the things, right? I want to hear all the things. Yeah, we're going to talk about all the things. I want this to be casual and Really, I feel like I know you and you know me and we've been doing this for so long that I just need to like get some things off my chest and I just need to talk to you like I would a best friend or a sister or your therapist, someone that you really, really, really trust. Um, Yeah, I want to give you a life update and I have been, man... Uh, dreading is not the right word, but I have been putting off recording this episode because I have been feeling such a block, like a creative block and feeling like I have to have the perfect episode to come back with. And I need to have the perfect topic and the perfect posts. And that's a lot of fucking pressure. It's a lot of pressure. And I feel like I need to just process and share what's been going on in my life, the good, the bad, the otherwise ugly, the everything. And maybe this will help me release. And this will help me kind of process through some of these emotions in sharing things with you. Um, So here it goes. Yeah, here it goes. Let's see. So let's start with the big obvious, the big elephant in the room. So I'm recording this podcast in our new home. I'm actually recording in my closet because it's a super plush like padded space and there's lots of clothes and there's no echo in here. Um, My office downstairs is kind of under construction. We're having some painting done. We're having built-ins put in next week. It's going to be freaking fabulous, but I need some rugs and some furniture in there so that it doesn't sound like I am echoing off like the Grand Canyon. (laughs) So I'm recording in my closet, which truth be told, like I freaking love my closet. We got so lucky with this space, but anyways, I digress. We sold our home back in February. You probably remember that. And we ended up finding a new home in April. We went under contract on our new home, this home in April. And it's so wild. Like, let me tell you all the story of how this happened. And this is just such a beautiful illustration of how the universe works in your favor. Um, We had, like I said, we sold our home in February. We closed at the very end of March. We went on spring break that very first week of April. And the way the housing market is right now, especially in the South where we are, you don't go shopping for a house unless you are ready to freaking pounce. Like you don't go shopping for a house unless you are ready to write that offer that day. So we had to wait until we closed on our former home to really um, be able to make serious offers right on this home. So we go on spring break. We had just closed on the sale of our home at the very end of March. So like we go on our family vacation on spring break. We go down to 30A, one of my favorite places in the world. And I'm like, God, as soon as we get home, it's like house hunting time. We'd actually looked at one home, um, before we left for for spring break. We We looked at one home before we left for spring break. So when we get back, it's the day after spring break. And we've, um, got two homes lined up that we have asked our realtor, Alicia, who is amazing, by the way, we've asked her to set up these two showings for us and it's go time, right? We're like, it's go time. So house a and house B are what we're going to look at that day. And um house A was the one that I'm like, okay, I'm not that excited about this one. I'm more excited about no house A was the one I was more excited about. Sorry. And house B was the one that I'm like, eh, you know, I'm not so sure, but Jason was really excited to see house B. Yeah. So we go, it's the day after spring break. We've got the kids with us. Um, I'm like, here we are. It's time to go. Like it is time to buy a house. And we look at the first house, house A. And I'm kind of underwhelmed like, Oh man, like I'm disappointed because I just thought this was like, I was so impressed by the photos. Like it really photographed very, very well. And, um, then, you know, sorry, I got sidetracked. I got totally distracted. I had like a brain fart. (laughs) I was more excited about house a, and it was underwhelming. So we get to house B and This is the one that I'm like, yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty, it's nice, but I'm not really sure. Um, I'm not so sure about this one. And we walk in and it's just completely breathtaking. Like when I tell you it is breathtaking, it is breathtaking. Um, I'm completely blown away by this home And I'm blown away at the neighborhood too. Like I'm completely blown away at how like every single home is custom. Every single home is beautiful and unique and different. Like even the signage to get into the neighborhood is unique. It's insane. And you look up and there's this beautiful staircase and there's these, built-in bookcases. And like this home is just wow. It's, it's wow. And I'm in the kitchen and like the house is slowly unfolding. We're looking at more, we're looking at more of this home. And I haven't even seen the full house. I don't even think I've seen the basement yet at this point. And I start crying in the kitchen and I'm trying to get out of the kitchen and, um, like be discreet about me crying. And, Oh, and then the kids are like, mom, why are you crying? Mom, why are you crying? What's going on? Mom's crying. Mom's crying. Hey, mom's crying. So it was just a funny moment where I was having a moment. I was getting super emotional and I told Jay, I just said, God, like, this is it. This is our home. This is our home. And I was so shocked at how I just knew. I knew and he looked at me and said the same thing. He's like, This is it. I mean, it had everything we wanted. After I pulled myself together, we looked at the rest of the home and we're like, This is even more phenomenal than I originally thought. The photos do not do this house justice at all. It's got so much character. It's so unique. It's beautiful. It's light. It's airy. It's warm. Like, you can feel the love that was put into this house. So, to make a really long story short, we put in an offer that day with the help and advice of our realtor, Alicia. Um, we put a really strong offer in and I write a letter to the homeowners, um, telling them about our experience and about our family and how we really hope to have the opportunity to raise our family in this home. And we get a call late on Sunday night, the same night we've looked at this house and we find out that we got the home. They accepted our offer they fell in love with our family and really wanted us to have the home. There were other offers that were close to ours. Now granted, we put like everything out on the line. <laughs> we went well over asking price. We waived all these things. We basically pledged our firstborn. Like if you know the housing market right now when you're a buyer, you have no power. Um which is fine because when we were selling, we had all the power. So it all works out, right? It all works out. But when we found out that we got the home, like literal tears, I mean, like full on sobbing. I don't think I've cried that hard in a long time. If ever, maybe I don't, I don't know. I don't remember. I'm sure I have cried that hard for other things, but wow. I was just so completely overwhelmed. Like I just, uh, I mean, I was in shock. I was in shock. It was, I I couldn't believe this was our home. I could not believe it. And so fast forward, we close on the house, um, middle of May, and then the owners actually negotiated where they could stay in the home. It's called temporary occupancy after we close on the house. So they're going to stay in the home for about another, almost two months. So we end up moving in with my mother-in-law. So we've sold our home We've boxed up our home. We've closed on this home and we're moving in with my mother-in-law, um, which my mother-in-law is the best. I'm not just saying that cause she may or may not listen to this episode, but she is amazing when it comes to mother-in-laws. Like I really do feel like I hit the lottery with her. She is phenomenal. She is not the mother-in-law that's going to like nitpick you. That's going to tell you how you're doing it wrong. That's going to go behind you and like redo what you know. She is awesome. And my kids love her. And we just had a really fun time with her. It was six weeks of living at Guppy's house. They call her Guppy. I don't know how Ellie dubbed her Guppy, but she did. Um And you know, it wouldn't have mattered who we lived with for those six weeks. Think about when you go on vacation, how hard that is to be out of your routine and to be out of your normal space, right? Like it was four of us sharing a bathroom. It was the dog, it was um different space, different place, the kids were sharing a bedroom. Like it was very disruptive to our routines, disruptive to the norm. I wasn't sleeping in my own bed. Like it was just very different. Um, and it wouldn't have mattered. Like I said, who we lived with, if it was my mom, if it was a friend, if it was a VRBO, if it was a friggin' beach house for six weeks, like it would have been very disruptive no matter what. So please don't hear that. We weren't grateful. It was just, it's disruptive being out of your routine. And it really threw me for a loop. Um, those six weeks were really tough. And I didn't really feel like I had the space or the capacity to show up in my business the way that I wanted to and to show up on social media the way that I wanted to, the way that you deserve to provide the teaching, the value, the coaching that you deserve when I was struggling at the same time. And so I felt like I kind of had to press pause for a little while and just be gentle with myself and nurture myself and do what I needed to do to kind of get through and survive that time. Not that it was horrible, but it was, it was very tough on me mentally and emotionally. And I feel like we're finally, I'm finally coming out of it a little bit. I'm not fully recovered. Um, Moving is a very arduous process. It's physically demanding It's mentally demanding. You're making decisions about where do things go when you're unpacking them. You're creating systems. You're getting organized. I am not very good at that. (laughs) You know me. I'm not very good at making decisions. And my husband is very good at that. So thank God we're a really great team. You know, it's putting together the furniture he put together. I don't know, no less than like 47 pieces of furniture since we've been here. I mean, Insane amounts of furniture he has put together. Um, and I finally feel like we're getting settled. The boxes are gone. The gym has been set up. The coffee cups and the coffee makers are in the right spot, right? Like the home is The house is becoming a home. But I still don't feel truly fully settled. Maybe it's because we've still got painters here. We're still having construction done. We've still got, you know, a kitchen reno to happen. We've still got bookcases to be built and more things to be painted, um, which is all a part of the adventure, right? Like that's all a part of it. And I feel like I'm in this transition where now is where it's time to get my sea legs. Now is where it's time for me to set new routines, set new expectations of myself, set new guardrails, and really use this as like a rebound point, as like a new starting off point. I liken it to when, you know, you haven't worked out for a really long time and that first workout back or that first race you're going to run, it's like, oh man, like you're putting off that very first one because you know it's going to be tough and you're a little bit creaky. You're a little bit wobbly. You're a little bit like you don't have your footing quite yet. That's kind of how I feel about this first podcast episode back and the first, excuse me, the first post and the first, you know, just getting back into it. And it's just like, get over yourself and just take messy action, get over yourself and just record the episode. No matter how many tries it's, it's taken you, right? Like just do the damn thing do it. If you're scared, do it. If it's messy, do it. If it's not perfect, just freaking do it, just do it. Um, so that's kind of where we are with the house. Um, I'll share a couple of other updates because remember this is us having coffee, right? Like we're still sipping on our Starbucks. We're still sitting in our little cozy corner at our little coffee shop. And, um, through the six weeks that we were at my mother-in-law's house, um, dealt with a lot of feelings of anxiety. I'm sure that was because I wasn't in my space, but my anxiety was, I I don't know if I should say an all-time high, but pretty damn close to an all-time high. I did some traveling with the kiddos, um, in June, I guess. And that was really difficult. So I was just, really just going through it. Um especially in the month of June, I found out that somebody very close to me, I don't want to say who it is because I want to protect their anonymity. And I don't know if she would want me sharing this out with the world, but um someone really close to me got diagnosed with breast cancer, which really rocked my world. Um it was not something I was expecting. Well, shit. I mean, when do you ever expect to to find out that someone very close to you has breast cancer? Um, That was one of those moments that you'll never forget. And you hope to never have to experience again with someone very close to you. But that has really shaken me as well. I think that was a large contributor to my anxiety as well, because this person is so close to me. Um, the feeling that the fear and the unknown is really hard. Um, now I will say that she is doing really well. She's had surgery. Um, she caught it very, 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 very early, very early. Thank God. Um, so there won't even need to be any chemo done. Um, she is having some radiation done soon, but they got everything and the cancer has not spread. Praise God. Um, but it was just really the first time in my life where someone very close to me got hit with a diagnosis like that. And I know it won't be the last time Um, But it makes you think about your mortality. It makes you think about your life. It makes you think about the things that you have and haven't done. And it makes you think about your family and what's important to you. And am I living the way I want to live? Am I living the way that is the most conducive to my body? Am I doing all that I can do to prevent cancer in my own body? Right? Like, now I'm thinking about my own health and diagnosis. Like, what do I need to do for me to make sure that I'm as healthy as I can be, right? Like all these things. So I'm so grateful that she has an excellent prognosis. And after this radiation is done here in a few weeks, um, this will hopefully be behind her. And this will be not something that is looming under the surface at all times. Um, But that really rocked my world. And that coupled with not being in my own space, coupled with the stress of a move, right? Like when are we getting in the home? What are the logistics? Hire the movers, schedule the movers, schedule this, schedule that, schedule this. Traveling alone with two children. I took my kids to Orlando to visit my mom in June, and that was a beautiful trip. But I can tell you that traveling with children, dear God, like traveling with kids is hard enough Traveling with two kids alone, 10 out of 10 don't recommend like y'all, it was really hard. Um, like literally our flight was canceled the first time and we had to turn back around and go back home. We were in the car on the way to the freaking airport. Um, so when I say it was rough, it was rough, like so many crazy things, but we finally, we finally got to Florida Had a great trip visiting my mom and visiting with some of our other family. If you followed me on social, I did get to see my grandmother, who is my kid's great grandmother. She's almost 90 and she's amazing. Like she's still so with it. It's wild how like healthy and on top of it, she is still, um, I love her Gigi's just the sweetest, but we had a great trip, but that, um, that time that month, you know, it was really, really difficult. So I feel like coming down from that and coming off of the trip and coming off of this diagnosis with my close friend. Um, and yeah, it's just been a lot. It's been a lot. So I kind of felt like I owed it to you to share all of these things with you about like why there haven't been episodes and why I've really been more quiet on social media. And this is going to be kind of my reset and my restart. I always tell my clients it's starting again, not starting over. Um, And it is hard to start again. It's like rolling a boulder uphill. It's hard to get started uphill. Um, And I'm so grateful for this life that we have, you know, I, I'm so grateful for this home and I'm so grateful for the people in our lives that helped us get to where we are. And despite these hardships and despite the things that, you know, we've been through the past couple of months, um, the fact that this home is ours and this is where we're going to make memories and this is where the kids are going to grow up and where, You know, they're they're gonna become teenagers and they are going to go off into the world. Like the fact that this is that home and that space is not lost on me. I'm so immensely grateful for that. And I'm immensely grateful that I have the platform and opportunity to share this with you. And, you know, my goal and my passion is to help women live healthier, happier lives. You know, we're gonna start with your physical health and that is the portion that i am here to help with but i feel like there's so much more to that your emotional health your mental well-being your spiritual health like there's so many pieces to the puzzle but i'm so grateful that i have you and i am able to pour into you this is an avenue that lights me up and i get so excited about um so man like i feel like i just unloaded a lot on you we talked about the selling of the house, the buying of the house. We talked about this summer. We talked about living with my mother-in-law. We talked about my person that um, got diagnosed with cancer and is thankfully on the road to recovery and talked about just how grateful I am um, to have this space and to have this home and to sit in this closet and record while I talk to you. And I can't wait to show you more of the house. Um, When my office is done, I'll be doing like an office reveal so that you can see the space that I'm in while I'm recording and where I have all my client calls and really where all the magic happens. (laughs) But um, I hope that if you're listening to this and you are in a season of life that just feels so hard, I hope that you can find a little bit of hope In this episode, I hope that if you are in a season of life where whether it's with your kids, whether it's with your spouse, your career, your business, maybe it's your own physical health. Maybe it's your partner's physical health or someone close to you or just like everything feels hard or everything feels tough and unmanageable. I hope that hearing this can give you a little bit of hope to know that there is the other side, like you will get through whatever you're going through. There is rainbow after the storm and it may not always work out the way we thought it would. It may not always end up the way we thought it would, but the universe provides for us and the universe Unfolds in really unexplainable, magical ways for us. And you can get through it. If I can get through this, you can get through what you're going through. And I am here for you. If you ever need anything a real coffee date, a virtual coffee date, um, I'm here for you. So I hope you know that. And I hope you know that you are loved and you are worthy and you deserve all the amazing things in the world as am i i am loved i am worthy and i deserve all the good and all the abundance and i hope that for you too so thanks for listening this was definitely a different kind of episode but i needed to have this to process it and to let it all out and um share with you i wanted to share with you so uh, if this meant anything to you send me a message shoot me a dm on instagram send me a text and um If it's something that you want to share with somebody else, share it on social, share it with a friend. I certainly appreciate that, but, um, I hope you have a beautiful day and I will talk to you next time. Thanks. Hey, you want to know how you can help me? Why don't you screenshot this podcast and share it to your social media? Tag me. My Instagram is at the fit life with Jessica. Take it another step further and leave me a review and a five-star rating in Apple podcast. It would mean the world to me. Thanks friend.